Good evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Tishabav, we've been talking about the Suda Mavseket, the final meal that we eat prior to the fast. So here the Shkaranach says, Im chal tishabav shabbat. So let's say it's a year, like this year, where Tishabav falls out on a Sunday, or it's a year like we had, I guess, two years ago, where Tishabav falls out on Shabbos, but it's pushed off until Sunday. We commemorate the fast on Sunday, so then, so then you could even eat meat and drink wine at the final meal before the fast. And you could have as big a feast as even Shlomo HaMelech had, King Solomon had, at the time that he reigned as king. So it sounds like on Shabbos, we disregard all of the things that we had mentioned up until this point. The menu, the way you eat it, sitting on the floor, not with other people, no zimu and all this other stuff. It sounds like from the Shechan that... Uh, anything goes, and you could have meat, you could drink wine, and it's great. The Ramah here says, You just have to be careful to make sure that you, you finish your meal before the fast begins. The fast, we say, begins at Shkiyar HaChamal, when the sun sets. So you got to make sure that you have your big feast, but then you stop at the proper time. Okay, says the Mishaburah, says, even though technically there's no official requirement to eat meat on Shabbos, still you're allowed to have it, even at this final meal right before the fast. If you were to refrain because of mourning, that would be forbidden. Meaning if you were to say, I'm going right into the fast and we're thinking about the loss of the Benamidash, that would be inappropriate because it's Shabbos and on Shabbos, at least to a very large extent, there is no, uh, no Evel, there is no mourning. So technically there's no official requirement to eat meat at Sudash Lishit. And I don't know about you guys, but I usually do not. I usually do not. Usually it's like, a frozen roll, maybe uh, some weird-looking tuna fish, right? Okay, but on this day, if you want to have meat, that would be technically, that would be okay. We'll come back to that in a second. Mishabur continues, Even though the Shechan seems to say you could have a big feast, nevertheless, Yeshev Davo Nefesh. He says, to some extent, you should sit there in a feeling of, of sadness. You shouldn't necessarily carry yourself with great uh, happiness, with uh, you know, a festive atmosphere. Therefore, you shouldn't have the meal with all of your friends. However, however, and that, that was the opinion of the uh, Magen Avraham. However, Sefer Bechor Shur argues and he says, no. If a person typically eats Shalashudas with other people, his colleagues, and then he's going to withhold this Shabbos, the one leading into uh, that would be a problem of a public act of mourning and therefore it would be inappropriate. So Horshor is arguing and he says, no, 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 when we say you should have a big festive meal and if you typically eat with other people like most of us do here uh, at the shul. So it wouldn't be inappropriate. It would be inappropriate if you refrained because of the evil. If you refrained because we changed the schedule and it happens to be you're eating uh, at home, so then maybe you shouldn't call up your friends and invite them all over, right? But if you happen to be with people who you typically would eat with, then it would be not only permissible, but it might be problematic to refrain. He says, No matter who you hold, like whether the Magen Avraham or the Bechor Shur, it would be permissible to eat with your family members, right? Meaning you wouldn't run into the problems. We said that if it's not uh, Shabbos leading into the fast, that we try to avoid sitting with other people because we don't have to create a situation where there's going to be a requirement for a zimun. So it says, here we don't have to have that problem. Everyone agrees. B'nai Beito, the members of your household, that would be fine. Yachol varech b'zimun. You would even be able to have the zimun for the benching. Kevan shu Shabbat, because it is Shabbos. V'imchal. Okay, we'll come back to that. Uh, we'll come back to that point, God willing, tomorrow. But uh, we seem to have here somewhat of a dispute as to how your Shalash uh, should look, your final meal before uh, the fast. So it seems like on Shabbos, uh, you sort of have uh, on whom to rely. If you want to have a big festive meal and you want to have steak, Seems like you have on whom to rely. I would say, 
you don't typically eat steak, if you're having the frozen roll and the tuna, so Dafka at this Shalashuda decides to have steak, might look a little bit weird. But if you typically do have steak and now you decide you're gonna have like uh, bread and ashes, that also might be a little bit strange. So each person has to do uh, what works best for them. Uh, God willing, the, uh, the cheat sheet is coming. It's, it's, it's in the works. And we'll let everyone know uh, what's gonna happen as far as the schedule change uh, at Shul and what they could do at home, so on and so forth. Yes, sir. It's just Let's say, let's say, yes. So, so there's a little bit, I mean, some, yeah. Shabbos Chazon, right? So we talked about this not this year, but in other years, it seems like uh, it depends on where you live, right? So in Krakow, the Minog may have been... I would say if you were someone who always has guests, so it would be a bad idea to not have guests. Right, unless uh, there's some other excuse, right? We don't want a situation of Avel Bifar Hesia. But if you're a person who sometimes has guests and sometimes don't, so then some of the post seem to say, okay, so the Shabbos, it's not the end of the world. But again, we're trying to walk that delicate balance where we don't have any public mourning on Shabbos, but we sing like Lechadoti uh, to the tune of Eli Tzion, right? So it's a little bit of uh, unclear. So uh, you have on whom to rely. Rabbi Chanan Merikash Shemir, Tzakadosh Baruch